What's up? Welcome to another episode of The Quandary, presented by Vegan Cookie Reviews. And thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is super, super good. I'm excited to share it with you. It's with a longtime friend of mine, Clarissa, who I am extremely grateful and uh, happy to have in my life. Someone who has spread a lot of positivity and inspired me with the determination that she has. She's incredibly smart, incredibly beautiful, incredibly amazing at everything she puts her mind to. Uh, if you are someone who is looking to become a dentist or looking to get into that field of work, looking for inspiration, a young woman who just wants to get out there and show the world that you can do it, she is someone who is a great example, and I hope you uh, find some inspiration from this week's episode. Thank you again. If you uh, wouldn't mind sharing with a friend, if you would, wouldn't mind sending me feedback, I'm going to be uh, posting some links pretty soon so that you can start doing that with me, sending me uh, recommendations, on, recommendations on people that I should have on the show. So with that being said... Thank you for tuning in. I love you all. Let's keep it going. Let's keep spreading the positivity, the motivation, the gratefulness, the gratitude, the humility, the love, everything. All right, I'm going to quit talking now and let's get into this. The help is out there. You just have to look for it. You don't got to get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> Every person is going to a challenging situation. Uh, like, ooh, something happened bad. What was it good before that? And what good will you do with it? That's the key. The, the people that are operating on the highest frequencies, that's how they just make decisions and then it happens because they don't doubt it at all. We're talking about things that we genuinely have some shit to contribute. Yeah, you know? I'll vocalize and say like, hey, today's gonna be a good day. Improve your mind, improve everything about yourself and realize that at the end of the day, you're not competing with anybody. You're competing with yourself. Those are the people that are really winning in life because they realize their ability to just be like, yeah, I can do this regardless yeah. of what anybody else says. Like, even what my own mind might try to tell me, I know I can do this. Especially in my lectures, mm. is to identify ways to guarantee you're going to be <clears throat> miserable. And then that is literally finding ways to guarantee you're happy in reverse. But we are all humans. And bottom line, like, just learn from life. Welcome, Clarissa, to Vegan Cookie Reviews. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Thank oh, you for having gosh. me. Happy to be here. I'm so excited. Um, so first off, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Your name is Clarissa. You are... 26 years old. Is that what you... Sure. We're going heading in. I'm 26 years old, and I am a second-year dental student studying to become a dentist. Nice. Mm -hmm. And a Los Angeles native. A Los Angeles native. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so we met a couple years ago and... Uh, we met about like four or five years ago. I yeah. It's been quite a while. And it's been a fun journey and I have always really appreciated the energy that you've put out into the world on Instagram, your social media, in real life, how you carry yourself, all of that. Um, and you are one of the most, I think, determined and hardworking people that I know. Thank uh, you. 
so tell, I mean, for the people that don't know, kind of the journey that you've taken to get to where you are at right now, because Mm -hmm. you are going to school to become a... Dentist. Nice. And what has the journey been like up until now? Like, how has that, how did that start for you? How did I, essentially, how did I want or decide to become a dentist? Yeah. And the the path I chose or the path I took to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my father's a dentist, so essentially I was raised to be a dentist. Yeah. And I was brought up with uh, dentistry very close to me. Um, a lot of people are afraid of the dentist. They have phobias. They associate it with pain. Um, but I got to see the other side of dentistry, you know, the rewarding side where people come in and they can't smile, they can't eat. It's really um, impacting uh, their day-to-day functions. And you, you know, give them a smile makeover and these people are so grateful and you completely um, change almost like their way of life. Mm. So um, I got to see the very rewarding aspect of dentistry and um, it made me fall in love with it. So... um, Starting really young, (laughs) I was really lucky because my dad was there to coach me. So he told me everything that I needed to do. You know, you need to take these classes and you need to get A's. And um, from there, um, I went from a private Catholic high school to uh, Whittier College, Mm. uh, which is a liberal arts school, and I majored in biology. Um, And I always had in mind that I wanted to become a dentist. So I took all of the prerequisites, um, you know, did my community service. I was involved in a lot of things on campus. I was a resident advisor for my dorm. I was in a sorority. I did work study. I was the um, statistics tutor. I was the biology tutor um, on campus. So um, I was doing all of these things uh, with the intention of applying to dental school and becoming a dentist. And then um, after I graduated, I took the dental admissions test, which Mm. is kind of like the MCAT, but for dental. Um, And I took a three-year gap in between which I worked different jobs. I got heavy into the modeling. I became an Instagram uh, social media influencer. Um, I worked as a bottle service girl in uh, downtown LA. Um, And then applied, got in, and then just started last year, a little over a year ago. as a dental student. Nice. So that three-year gap, is that something that's pretty normal, or was that just the time you took off, like, for personal, like, break kind of thing? Um, it's very common to see students take uh, gap gap years yeah. uh, in between undergrad and graduate school. Okay. Um, the number of years varies between individuals. Some people go straight after college. Mm-hmm. Some people take a year, two years. The application process itself is a year long. So if you want to go into dental school um, straight out of college, you have to start applying the beginning of your senior year of college. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why a lot of people will choose to take that year off. They'll work, they gain some clinical experience, and then um, they start the application process. Nice. Mm -hmm. How hard is that? What was the test that you said? The MCAT? It's the DAT. So it's the dental version of the MCAT. Uh Uh-huh. Like, what, like, how much studying did you do for that? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) So, I think I studied about two months straight. Um, I was still uh, in undergrad, so I was studying in conjunction with my classes. Mm. Um, So, if I was uh, not taking classes, I would probably dedicate a solid month, month and a half, 
of you know five to eight hours a day studying and it's essentially um, a test on all the classes you took in undergrad the science classes so you have um, general biology uh, inorganic and organic chemistry and then you have a reading comprehension uh, portion and a perceptual ability portion and mm -hmm. perceptual ability which they call PAT um, is uh, essentially like gauging three-dimensional objects and it assesses how you're going to be able to uh, I think guess think uh, three-dimensionally so like we're working with teeth so we need to know like how deep we're going you know how many millimeters or how wide an isthmus is which I know is really complicated jargon I'm sorry yeah. but um, they need to make sure that you can think three-dimensionally or else yeah, you're not going to like dentistry yeah or be successful in it I know that you said that obviously you had your dad who had been in that field. Mm -hmm. What kind of resources did you have like other than that? Because I'm just thinking maybe someone who might be interested in becoming a dentist mm -hmm. who might not have that resource that you had that of was course. so close to you. What kind of other stuff is out there that you used or maybe that's available to people? Like, I mean, just for mm -hmm. you to even know what kind of classes to take or what like what are the best schools or uh -huh. just general? Um, well, every college has um, a counselor mm -hmm. or an advisor, whichever. Um, some are specific to sciences or like you're a certain major. Yeah. So um, usually they'll pair you up with an advisor and you go to them, um, you know, your freshman year. You don't have to choose what you want to do first going into college. You can wait a little longer, yeah. but just know that you do need a complete prerequisite pre requisites before matriculating into dental school or even taking the test so it you might take maybe a longer bit of a gap year gap years mm -hmm. which is okay I mean I took three years and I feel like if I hadn't I would be really burnt out you know it, school is so hard so it's okay to do it on your own pace you don't have to do it right away yeah um but you you get set up with your counselor and then you tell them you know, I'm interested in doing this, um, and they have everything laid out for you when you have to take the test, um, what classes you should take, what years, um, and then after that, you can do shadowing experience. So if, if you really like the medical field, but you don't know dentistry, or you want to become a doctor, or a nurse, or a physician's assistant, mm -hmm. you can do shadowing, or volunteering, and um, kind of get a feel for what the day-to-day um, is like in that yeah. profession. Uh, I, I know it's funny how you were saying like you kind of took that time too because that or else you would have been kind of burnt out and mm -hmm. that's something that I definitely wanted to ask is kind of how you manage to how you manage to balance having so much studying versus also giving time to family and also friends and having time to just enjoy yourself and go out um because that is something, you know, I see your snaps or it's like so much studying, you know, or just yeah. just a lot. And I know that it's it's a lot of work. So how do you balance that mm -hmm. all together? I think um, the biggest thing for me then and now is I've always been really good at time management. Mm -hmm. And I have a calendar and I follow it to a T. I don't plan, I don't have a daily calendar where some people plan the hours, like yeah. from this time to this time, I'll do this. And from, you know, this time to that time, I'll do that. I don't follow that exactly because I have kind of a grace period yeah. <laughs> transitioning in between things. 
Um, but I do follow it to a T when it comes to the goals I made for the day. Like today I'm going to, you know, go to school, study for three hours, or if not three hours, I'll say I need to complete this assignment and this assignment and then go to the gym. So that's how I keep my life um, consistent, organized, and I'll schedule in um, family events and like going out, having a good time, yeah. dates, dinner. Um, so I know that in order to, you know, have my date on Saturday, I need to make sure I completed all my homework Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. And then Friday will be, let's say, a friend's birthday. Saturday will be, you know, relax and then date night. And then Sunday in the morning, maybe brunch. And then in the afternoon until I go to sleep, it's back to the books. I think that's something that uh, a lot of people... I don't, I don't want to say don't understand, but it's it's important that we say that, that, mm-hmm. you know, sticking to that schedule and scheduling even family time because there, there are s- sometimes people who aren't that busy can't understand that they need to be scheduled in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's a hard concept for people to understand, uh, but it is, you, you need to block those times out and say, yes, this is family time. This is, you know, my time for this, this is my time for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so sticking to that kind of that schedule, um, that's a good thing that I think would help people to, I don't understand, I don't think people, I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have like <laughs> things written out. Yeah, and, and that's honestly, it's just a, a truth that I've come to realize about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it all. You just <clears throat> need to, you know, make time for it and organize it well. And yeah. you can do it all. Has there ever been times where you thought where it's been difficult to have that positive, like... Positivity or, yeah. or where it's been difficult to time manage? No, to, well, I'm just thinking, like you were saying, it is, it's, it's difficult. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of schooling involved. Mm-hmm. Has there been those moments where maybe it was a little bit hard to see, like, oh, I can't do this, where it's kind of like, oh, my goodness. Oh, definitely. Those kind of negative moments. Um. I think a big, a big thing that I didn't mention when you asked uh, what I did on my road to get here, the number one thing for sure is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That has been a, a focal point uh, in my journey to dental school. Um, and people get a little intimidated by the word because it's not fun. And a lot of times you have to choose, you know, the path less traveled. Um, you miss out on certain things. Uh, but in the end, it, you know, pays you back tenfold. So I remember in undergrad, we had this professor who gave us our biochemistry test. He had scheduled it the day after Halloween. And we were seniors. There was a huge Halloween party on Thursday night, and we Uh had a test Friday in the morning, like 8 (sighs) a.m., And we had asked him, hey, can you move the test forward? Not backward, but can you just, can, we'll take it early. Um, well, you know, a lot of the seniors in the class want to be able to enjoy their last Halloween here. Yeah. And um, he, I was actually the one that asked him. Which They say there's no harm in asking, but there is sometimes. <laughs> he essentially humiliated me in front of the whole class, asked uh, a rhetorical question, which some people answered, and said, oh what's more important, your education or Halloween? and I anyway I was already emotional because of that and my friends and I were going through like a mini early life crisis 
sitting in the dorm studying and we were seeing, you know, all of our classmates dressed up, super lit, mm-hmm. walking the hallways past our study room, like, hey, you're going to go to this party. They'd be posting on Snapchat. It was so hard. And I remember going home and I was actually crying. Um, I shed a couple tears, which I know seems a little dramatic, but um, I really felt like I was missing out on something big uh, in in my, you know, undergrad school uh, senior year. And my dad was like, you know what, it's okay. Sacrifice is so worth it. And I said, yeah, but everyone else gets to go out. Even Diego, my boyfriend, was DJing that Halloween party. How mm-hmm. do you think I felt? He yeah. was like, hey, can I go over to your house and take a shower and change? How does my costume look? And there I am dying. Um, and I was just so sad. And my dad said, I said, everyone else gets to do it. And my dad said, yeah, but everyone else isn't going to be a doctor. And what's more important, like this Halloween party or the greater the greater vision that you're working toward. And once you, um, once you lose, or once you, once you realize the importance of what you're working toward mm-hmm. and you, you start, you know, feeling the enthusiasm and the motivation, you lose that fear of missing out. And you realize that the sacrifice you make now it's going to make it so much better for you in the long run. And then, you know, in 10 years, you're going to be the one living it up and they're going to be missing it out, missing out because they didn't sacrifice now for rewards later. Yeah. That's that whole idea of the, the, how does it go? The now, the person you are now like affects the person who you are tomorrow, you know, like Mm -hmm. people don't, always think about the fact that okay what I do right now in this moment is gonna have an effect on who I am down the line Mm -hmm. people don't think forward forward enough I think and that's something that um that's really important to to always be thinking about how this is gonna affect me actions and outcomes yeah it's Mm -hmm. not always going to be comfortable it's not always going to be easy it might be really difficult you might want to give up at times you might Mm want to like just quit oh definitely but in the end you're going to be glad that you took those sacrifices in the moment and that it led you to the point that you can now enjoy things that most people probably won't at that point in your life you know Mm -hmm. uh i think yeah just the amount of of work i think shouldn't scare people or shouldn't feel like they can't do it oh yeah of course not I mean just take it one step at a time and realize that nothing worthwhile in life comes easy you're gonna have to work one way or another and how you're gonna work is your choice Mm -hmm. you know you can be slaving away to put food on the table working a job that's not gonna pay you very well or you can slave away now while everyone else is out partying and kind of, you know, youth is wasted on the young. They're wasting their youth, their energy, their time doing things that are so surface level when really they could be, you know, putting in the time, sacrificing. And it takes people, people will realize that at their own time. Yeah. Which is okay. But once you do realize it, give it everything you've got because you've only got one shot at life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I know one of the things that you mentioned too was, and, and this is something that I think points to, I think one of the things that I have been trying to do and help other people to, to, to benefit from is 
hopefully people can listen and hear other people's experiences. Hopefully they can hear your experiences. And like, my hope is that one person will take something and, and, and go, Hey, yes, I can do this. I, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. She can do it. I can do it. Mm -hmm. And take that advice and, and really apply it in their life. I think that, I think that, where was I going with this? I may interject really quickly. Yes. I think what you just said uh, is it hits me so hard because that's uh, what I've based, like, my platform Mm -hmm. on. And it's uh, trying to inspire women to get out there, do more, be more, and not settle for less. And a lot of the times um, I think women uh, feel like maybe – they can't do it or it's going to be too difficult yeah or the only way they're going to achieve you know a certain level of success is by marrying up uh you know you'll hear your parents say like oh why don't you marry a doctor why don't you marry a lawyer <laughs> and i'm here to say like no why don't you go be the doctor <laughs> be the lawyer you can do it and if someone tells you that you can't then <laughs> i don't cuss but fuck them you know what I mean? You can. Yeah. And yes. you you set the own your own limitations. That's so true. The limitations that are set upon us that we can overcome because we put in the work and there are roadblocks along the way. Mm-hmm. And then there's the setbacks and the limitations that we put on ourselves because we don't think we can do it. We think it's too difficult. Mm-hmm. We build up all these things that we think are outside inputs. We think, well, I can't mm-hmm. do it because I don't have this schooling or I can't do it because I'm not in the position that she is or this or that. But those are all things that you've been telling yourself that you believe. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you're always going to face opposition no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Even to this day in dental school, I'm still facing opposition and I will continue to face opposition until the day I die. It's inevitable. But... um it's what you do in the face of that opposition, like continuing to persevere forward. Uh, one of my classmates had this amazing quote on our last day of school before summer break. It goes, <clears throat> those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it. Yeah. And it's so true. I, it really resonated in me because in the beginning of the year, um, you know, we, classmates and I started having a conversation of uh, where we wanted to work after we graduated, where we wanted to end up, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the long run. And I threw out the name of this uh, a popular city here, you know, in the uh, Southern California area. And immediately, not only other classmates, but other faculty, so, oh, it's so saturated, you're never going to get hired there. Just negative, 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 don't even try. And I stopped, like, I went home that day and I said, no, why would I listen to you? If I don't try, the answer is always going to be no. Why Why don't I take a shot? And if I fail, okay, I'll find something else. Yeah. But sitting at home and thinking this is too hard, I'm never going to make it, is never going to get me the success I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yes. have to take some risk in life. And it doesn't matter who the, hell, the fuck tells you <laughs> that you can't do it. I don't care if you're a professor and you know more than me, you have more experience, you know, you should change your mentality. Maybe it's true for you. Mm. You'll never get hired there. You're never going to do it because you keep telling yourself you can't. I'm here with a new, fresh mindset, and no one is going to tell me otherwise. I'm not going to stop trying or give up on my dream just because you say it's, you know, out of my reach. Yeah. 
one of the things that you said was about, uh, you know, speaking to women, Mm -hmm. how has your experience as a woman in the field that you're at right now, I mean, what kind of perspective do you have on that? Because obviously, like, we've we've had that conversation before, and we've, it's been something that you've spoken out about, spoken out, or spoke out? (laughs) (laughs) Spoken about, That's something that you've spoken out about, uh, (laughs) but no, that is something that you've said before, is that a lot of times when you say, oh, I'm going to a uh, dental school or, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. People reply mm-hmm. with, oh, to be a dental assistant or something like that. Yeah. So it's something that I think, you know, obviously a lot of people, th- there's there's not as many women in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your personal experience, like what have you had to go through? Because, <sighs> I mean, yeah, I'll let you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it hasn't been the smoothest journey. I don't want to say it's been super rough because, uh, you know, this day and age, people are very open-minded and there's a lot of people that aren't intimidated. Instead, they're inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, they see someone, you know, doing it and they're inspired by it instead of intimidated by someone else's success. Um, but definitely along the way, I have hit, you know, roadblocks where people think of the stereotype. In undergrad, someone told me, she was actually a, a good friend of mine, a coworker. She said that when she first met me, that she thought I was stupid because I'm so girly and I like to dress up. And once she got to know me, she realized, oh no, Clarissa, you're actually one of the smartest people I know. And <gasps> she, she said it as a compliment. Um, <laughs> but, it's kind of a hard compliment yeah, to take. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it, she said it as a compliment. Um, and I, I took it as a compliment. She was a very sweet girl. Yeah. But after, I stopped and thought, oh, my God, you know, I really realized that people are always judging you by your appearance. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Your appearance has, you know, no bearing on your work ethic, on your intelligence, on who you are as a person, on your potential. Just because you look a certain way, you know, they, they think that people in my field need to fit a mold or, you know, they have someone like me that shows up and I like to wear false eyelashes. I like to do my makeup. I really, really care about, you know, my appearance. I was an influencer. I love fashion. Um, and yes, I'm girly. Yes, I'm nice. Yes, I giggle. But so what? That doesn't mean that I'm any less or that doesn't mean that I'm not going to kick your ass. I'm just going to do it quietly. You know, I don't need to be in your face about it. Um, and people will try to put you in a box. People will judge you. People will not take you seriously, and it's that way across the board. There are so many other women, you know, CEOs in high positions Mm -hmm. who have said that they've come across that, too. Like, the higher up you go, the more men want to put you down. Maybe not even men. Sometimes it comes from other women, and that's the biggest biggest roadblock we need to break down because women need to be there supporting each other and saying, it doesn't matter what you look like. You can do it. So yeah, it's been tough, and um, there's been a couple of instances already, just mm-hmm. one year, where people have, um, you know, maliciously tried to get me in trouble. I went into school, uh, you know, I, I did do modeling, and I did, you know, Instagram stuff before uh, matriculating into dental school, but when I arrived there, I never spoke about it. I'm not that person that says, oh, follow my Instagram, or oh, look at this, look at that. I don't boast. And on top of that, it was completely irrelevant to my field of work. So I didn't show up yeah. saying, you know, even classmates came up to me and said, why didn't you tell us that you modeled? I said, well, <laughs> because it, it's not relevant. Yeah. Why would I bring it up? 
Um, so in that sense, I never went about it in a certain way to, uh, I think, evoke uh, any type of jealousy or malice on, uh, you know, their end. Uh, but I posted a picture in my white coat and I was so proud of it. It was the first time I posted about dental school. Uh, before then, it, it was a secret almost to Instagram, <laughs> what I was doing. All yeah. you see is, you know, me going out in the fashion, but you yeah. don't really see the day-to-day of, of what I do. Um, and it was on uh, International Women's Day, Women's Empowerment yeah. Post, uh, just like what I had spoken about earlier, saying, like, you can do it. Um, you know, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Uh, and if I would have listened to... Uh, if I would have listened to all the people that have already judged me and put me down for my appearance or for what they think I am, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Inspirational message, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got hit with uh, classmates of mine reporting me to the Dean of Discipline, saying that they thought it was inappropriate, um, all sorts of things. I had to have a meeting, and in the meeting, um, they were... Uh, you know, they emphasized, yes, professionalism and, you know, you have to um, maintain a certain standard, which I completely understood. Um, but aside from that, they did think it was very petty that someone would go out of their way uh, to report me with that or try to get me in trouble. Yeah. And it was definitely malicious because if they really cared about me and really thought, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't agree with this they would have come to me and told me yeah. because there's only 69 of us in my class so <laughs> we all know each other instead they went behind my back tried to get me in trouble tried to um have me remove that photo oh my god and you know we we worked something out i'm not gonna that's why for i'm very private with where i go to school once i graduate then i'll post whatever the fuck i want but until then i am going to censor it a little bit um, I've been posting less on Instagram, which has been hard because I really do love it, but I also, you know, time and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to encounter that wherever you go. And I think, you know, just kill them with ki- with kindness. Don't lower yourself to their level. Um, I also found out that another one of my classmates um, at the beginning of the year went around saying, uh, when I first saw Clarissa, I asked myself, how the fuck did someone that looks like you get into dental school? Again, equating what you look like with work ethic, intelligence, and um, don't don't let them speak those things over you. People always have their opinion, and they're entitled to it, and it's fine. You are entitled to not let it affect you and not let that in. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there is a... There is sort of a new generation of, of women, and it's so exciting to see because there's so many beautiful gorgeous women out there who are like you who are succeeding in what they're doing and I think there's gonna it's happening right now I think a shift as far as what Mm -hmm. is kind of not allowed but it's like what should be allowed and what Mm -hmm. has has in the past been only set up to to kind of box women in a little bit Mm -hmm. to where it's now like I see more women breaking out of that like you said that box and being Mm -hmm. able to post whatever they Mm -hmm. want and being able to post like their outfits or this or that and at the same time be going you know being a boss yeah being a boss yeah and I think it's just the more women do that the more it proves that hey 
you guys aren't right about what you say. Mm -hmm. You guys can tell us that we can do a certain thing or, and I, you know, it applies to everybody, Mm -hmm. not just women, but to everybody. You can't, you know, there's so many people just now being way more confident and being able to exude their truth a little bit more and Mm -hmm. not apologize for that. And I think that's really beautiful when people can do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, another quote, I always throw out these quotes, but (laughs) another quote that I recently saw was a woman should be two things, who and what she wants. And it's so true. Don't apologize for who you are. If someone doesn't like it, then that's their problem. Yeah. And that doesn't go to say, like, if you're a malicious person and you're <laughs> bad, you're kind of a bitch, then maybe you should apologize for who you are. Yeah. But uh, if you are, you know, just doing you and you're not hurting anybody, then if someone has a problem, it's definitely them, not you. And don't go and change just because someone has a problem. Yeah. Yeah, don't change yourself just based on, like, what other people are trying to yeah. tell you. I think, to uh there's something to be said for that quietly succeeding kind of thing. It's like, it's awesome to see when people can, can succeed on their own terms and without having to, to be so loud and, Mm -hmm. and I, your actions speak for themselves. Yeah. I think either way there's, there's people on Mm -hmm. both spectrums. There's people who are very loud and very boisterous about Mm -hmm. like, this is me, this is who I am. And I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, awesome to see but you know there is a lot of people who maybe they're not that like crazy about it you know they they just quietly like you said let their actions speak Mm -hmm. and that I mean both Mm -hmm. are are really awesome to see I mean in in my opinion I think that the actions are definitely more powerful because people can talk a lot of shit and not deliver yeah and then there's people that deliver and you just know everyone knows (laughs) yeah you know you don't have to be loud about it Your actions will do all the talking for you. Exactly. Wonderful. Mm. So beautiful. Uh, One of the other things I thought about when you had said about not only is it men sometimes like in your field, but also sometimes some of the women that are trying to like maliciously bring others down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just want to point people to a podcast by Malcolm Gladwell called Revisionist revisionist history and in one of his podcasts i don't remember the name of it uh but it talks about uh sammy davis jr is the name of he he was an old i think it was like a uh he did like jazz or something back in i'm not sure about the time period but this podcast with malcolm gladwell he talks about how in that time period him as a black person Mm -hmm. it was really difficult to kind of fit in because there was still a lot of racism that Mm -hmm. was happening at that time so if you go back and listen to like tapes of his and interviews the way he speaks is very white and the way he like his jokes are very like white people jokes kind of like for that time (laughs) period um Uh but he was basically kind of fitting into the mold that he knew that that you know everyone would enjoy and the point that Malcolm Gladwell made was that because of that even though you know he was a pioneer in the fact that he was a huge entertainer making great music he was hanging out with the president like he was doing all these things he got a lot of shit from both sides because black people thought well you're turning on us you're not Mm -hmm. a real you know you're not helping the cause and 
that was something that he had to deal with when in fact because of his status he was actually funding a lot of the um social the social movements of the time Mm -hmm. and so the point that was made that uh, i really liked was that the cost of being one of the boys or like being in the club is that sometimes you sac you have to go against your own kind and i think the time has passed where you know women are not being accepted it's like no that time has passed we know that women can do it there everybody's equal i can't even believe that's something we had to figure mm-hmm. out in the first place <laughs> and now i love you you know <laughs> and now we're at that point where it's like that's over with and mm-hmm. now the cost of being one of the boys being a ceo being a boss shouldn't come with you taking shit from your own side like that shouldn't exist so true and you know um i think there's no doubt about the fact that it's definitely been the year of the woman you know we've had the women's march Mm -hmm. we've had the uh, me too movement and um a couple others that uh also deal with you know ending sexual harassment in every industry now you know we are so sensitive to that Um, and it's a great thing because for years, you know, a lot of this was going on silently Yes. and it's horrible. You know, you know, no one should ever have to made to feel inferior or be put in a position like that, um, where they feel like their job is at stake. Uh, you know, they suffer abuse and all that. Um, but it's definitely the year of the woman and, uh, coming forward with more rights and a louder voice. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like now's the time that women should really, you know, be up in arms supporting each other and, uh, yeah, just encouraging each other. Beautiful. Oh, my God, I love it. What would be something that you can share quickly, like mm-hmm. kind of your overall message that you want to get across to, to people, maybe who are looking into becoming a dentist Maybe people who feel like maybe there's girls out there who are in high school who are kind of starting to think about their future mm-hmm. um, from you, someone who's gone through the schooling, someone who's been able to manage personal time, family time, Instagram, being an influencer, mm-hmm. doing all this, this uh, doing all of these different kind of things. What would you kind of some advice that you could give? Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Um... I think, you know, the bottom line is you can do it and just do it. And don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid to work hard. Uh, There's a quote by Darren Hardy, uh, who is a (laughs) kind of a motivational life coach. Mm -hmm. Um, This was really savage, but so true. He said on Twitter, so many people have the desire to be special, but nobody wants to work for it. (laughs) Or not that many people want to work for mm-hmm. it. And it's true. You know, you want to make your mark on the world. You're not going to do it by not putting in the hours. Yeah. It's hard work when it comes down to it. But don't be afraid to work hard. Don't think that you're only going to get it by marrying up or, uh, you know, winning the lottery, getting lucky. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's okay to put in the time. And don't let anyone tell you that you can't. It does. You don't have to be the most special person to change the world. It starts with you. It starts with us a little bit every single day. And I think uh, another thing I want to say is to 
don't apologize or be afraid to be who you are. That's my number one thing. And you sh- yes, you should always strive to be a good person. I'm not saying be a bad person and don't apologize for it. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, karma's going to come and get you yeah. for sure. Um, be the best person that you can be. And if someone else has a problem with it, you know, don't apologize for it. Individuality, you know, sense of character, uh, your own perception of who you are take years to build and to solidify. And you're not going to change all of that just because someone, you know, has something to say about it. They can keep saying. Let them, you know, let them keep saying it. You just always put your best face forward. Um, Don't stop being a good person because of bad people. And don't stop giving any less of yourself because someone else has like shown you their true colors. Yeah. I think that's, you know, be the friend that you wish you had and yeah, just keep, you know, going go at your own pace. <laughs> yeah, I like the March old. march march at the beat of your own drum yeah. and you will get there in your own time. It's not a competition with anyone. Um the only competition you have is with yourself. Ooh, so fire. <laughs> oh my god. So oh god. Awesome. I know that resonates with you. <laughs> it really does. Oh man, thank you, thank you for being on on this thank with you me for and for me. yeah for helping me out with this. Um, let's do a couple like fun funner questions. Okay. What's your favorite makeup? Like Ooh. favorite makeup brand? Mac. Favorite uh, whiskey or vodka? Whiskey. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all I got. <laughs> Just two. Uh, let's see. I, I can't think that quickly on my feet. Um. <laughs> My favorite uh, alcoholic beverage, when I go out, I'll order a whiskey sour. Ooh. Um, I don't like candy, but if I had to choose, I would choose sour punch straws. I also like Snickers, but I don't eat candy in general. I just don't like it. Well, um, I mean, yeah, you can know. I don't drink soda, but if I had to choose between <laughs> Coke and Pepsi, I would probably choose Pepsi. Ooh. Because it's oh. got a little more, like, ups. Man, I'm so glad you, you know said they say, that. Like, beer, was... beer has the hops. The Pepsi <laughs> has the hops. <laughs> Whatever that means, since I don't drink beer. <laughs> Um, and let's see, my favorite type of cake is chocolate cake with raspberries in it. My favorite color, colors, are gold, followed by tan, followed by blush, and then white and black. Just kind of like a neutral monochromatic Wonderful. (laughs) Exciting. Well, I can't wait to... Uh, see where else you have in the continuing in the future in the future (laughs) I can't wait to see what where your journey takes you I'm excited to be a part of it and I'm excited that you're a part of this Uh, so thank you and can't wait hopefully to do this again in the future yeah Um, and I also wanted to say if anyone has any questions you can always send me a direct message on Instagram um Sometimes it takes me a while to open it and mm-hmm. get to it, but if it's, you know, school-related or anything of the sort, um, I always, always respond. Yeah. And your social media links are? It's Lady Clarissa with two Ys, and uh, Clarissa has two Ss. So, yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. That was amazing thank you for listening thank you clarissa for being on the show uh like i said she's a longtime friend of mine 
and I'm just so grateful to all the friends that I have in my life who are spreading positivity, spreading love, and really inspiring me to become uh, more determined, more uh, hardworking, and just keep keep putting in the work. So thank you for listening. Keep keep sharing it. Uh, I'm gonna be setting up some links soon so that you can send me some feedback or suggestions on who I should have on the show. And just want to give a quick shout out to Somos. Their Instagram is Somos S O M O S dot L A. Uh, Alex the Barbarian providing the the fire, the heat uh, for the background music that I'm including in my podcast. Uh, shout out Flacco. What's up, Diego? Thank you for uh, helping me out with that. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Love you and see you next time.